0: Let us pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we give you all of the praise and all of the glory. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness towards us. Thank you because your word concerning us will not fall to the ground. It will accomplish every good thing that you have intended for us daddy we thank you for your heart towards us we thank you for your will towards us we thank you for every good thing that is in us because of christ we give you all the praise for the gift of life thank you for the life that is eternal thank you for your love that is eternal thank you for your righteousness that is eternal Thank you for every blessing that you have given to us. Thank you for the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit that is also eternal. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory. And Father, this morning we ask, Whenever darkness still exists in our heart, may light come. Whenever there is weakness, may strength come. Whenever there is lack of confidence, may faith rise in our heart. And thank you, precious Father, for the doors that are opening unto us in every way. We give you all of the praise and all of the glory, because indeed you deserve it. We bless you, Father, for in Jesus' wonderful name we have prayed, and everyone who prayed with me this morning will say, Amen, and Amen, and Amen. Good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob. And I'm here this morning that you and I may partake of today's fellowship with the Word. Fellowship with light. Fellowship in the Spirit. Thank you guys for all the feedback. And thank you for your prayers. And thank you for the support. And thank you for those who have made a dedication to continue to spread this message all over the place. Don't forget, we have become partners in light. We have become partners in love. That I do what I do by the grace of God and you do what you do by the grace of God. All of our work are important. What I do is important and what you do is important. Even taking our time to pray for me and to pray for the message is as important as sitting here this morning to get ready and to share this message the simple good work of just forwarding the message is as good as what i'm doing here this morning so we are all partners in progress partners in light partners in love and partners in christ of course because we share of the same family amen and amen And today is Saturday, so I'm going to be doing a recap and then add up something on top of what we have been saying this week. Let me just begin this morning with a common sense. With a common sense. Even though someone says common sense is not really common, but sometimes we just have to look at things at the basic level. Beloved, let's look at it clearly. Poverty is is not a good thing for anybody let's just be honest about that poverty is just not a good thing poverty is just not a good thing for anybody whether it be poverty in health whether it be poverty of ideas whether it be poverty of confidence whether it be poverty of money with whatever form and shape it takes it you know they help anybody so there is no doubt in our mind that our heavenly father does not want that for us and we have gone over many verses of the scripture this week just to point to us being wealthy or being well-to-do is not against his will for us no matter what picture they paint about god don't forget he is my father And he is equally your father. And no good father will prefer that his children wallow in in poverty, in misery, in pain, in confusion all of the time. Take a look at Genesis. Before Adam came on the scene, God put together all that was necessary for him. Praise God. Amen and amen. And beloved, if that is not good enough, The God who loves us, that gave us his son, has no problem giving us all other things. Amen and amen. And let me highlight one more thing that I said this week. I know you've heard me say this over and over and over again, but don't forget it is information. It is knowledge that corrupts. It is knowledge that puts in bondage. It is knowledge that defiles. It is knowledge that corrupts. Don't forget, before a man engages in us, no matter what that act is, good or bad, don't forget the first thing that comes in is knowledge and it is that knowledge that the man acts out. So it is not a mystery to understand that the way to corrupt man is to sell an idea for him. When that idea settles, it either limits that man or it leads that man to path that he should not go. So also, it is knowledge that heals. Don't forget this is the reason Jesus the son of God was melted to us into words. So that those words can bring light to our spirit. Healing to our bodies, Freedom to places of bondage. And to bring us to where God wants us to be. And beloved this is why above every other thing. Number one you have to limit the intake of some certain knowledge. For example, I was sharing with them in the Life Clinic on Thursday. If you live in this country, Nigeria, there's no missing the point that there are many challenges. But don't forget, in the midst of the challenges, a lot of people are still prospering. A lot of people are moving around doing what they ought to do. Now, this is not to dismiss the reality, but I'm just telling you that if you become the vice president of the complainers association of nigeria who complained ever here we have complained as long as i can remember in this country and we will always see something to complain about let me just shock you no matter how perfect we get a president coming in the next election trust me you will remember this worse because there are still going to be many things to complain about. What complaining does is to wear you down, is to limit your spirit, is to pull down the zeal and the capacity to produce. So if it's not helping you, why do you engage in it? You have to be selective. I think maturity is being selective to know what fruit that you eat of, whether you eat of the knowledge of good and evil or you intentionally discard and walk away from them and focus on the knowledge that brings life into you and everything that you do. Praise God. So, this week we have been able to establish by the grace of God that it is indeed the will of our Father. God is not angry, will not be angry that you and I are very capable... Or that you and I are very successful. So let me wrap that up this morning by going to the epistles. Don't forget the epistles is the picture of the believer. The meal of the believer. The mural that we should look at. Praise God. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse number 6 to 9. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 6 to 9. First of all, I will read in the New American Standard Bible before I go to the TPT. Now, there is no doubt what this chapter is all about. This chapter was about material possession and material giving. The Apostle Paul was writing to get the people prepared for giving. This has to do with monetary giving. So, now let's take it up because of time from verse number six. He says, Now I say this, the one who sows sparingly. Will also reap sparingly. Watch the words. The one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Now, this is about sowing material things, physical things, sowing money. The one who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and the one who sows generously will also reap generously. Now, we are going to break this verse down, so let's go to verse number seven. Each one must do just as he has decided in his heart. Beloved, watch this. He goes on to the next verse immediately to help you understand that this is not really a matter of the size of the giving, but a matter of the heart of the giving let me say that again even though he says if you sow sparingly you will reap sparingly the one who sow generously will also reap likewise but in the next verse he points to you to tell you that this is not really a matter of the size of the giving but a matter of the heart of the giving watch this verse number seven each one must do just as he has decided where in his heart, watch this, not reluctantly or under compulsion. Again, I didn't know that these kind of verses were in the Bible, that we are not supposed to give reluctantly. You are giving because they have told you that God will kill you, God will curse you, God will put you into hell. Now, it's not really because you want to give, but reluctantly you have to let go because you are afraid of hell. You don't want to die. Or under compulsion. Oh, I remember those days. Or under compulsion. The Bible says our giving should never be under compulsion. Why? For God loves a cheerful giver. The Apostle Paul writes, For God loves what? A cheerful giver. So you can see, you can see the focus here is about the heart of the giving. But, I just read this verse as a pretest to the one I really want to focus on this morning, which is verse number 8. Here is what it says. And God is able to make all grace, don't forget, all grace overflow to you. What will be the result of that grace? So that always having all sufficiency in everything again so that always having not having once in a while no always having all sufficiency in how many things in everything you may have an abundance he didn't say you may have lack he says you may have an abundance for every good deed the other translation say for every good work watch this Having all sufficiency in how many things, everything, and at all times that we, you and I, may have an abundance for every good deed. Verse number 9, as it is written, he scattered abroad, he gave to the poor, his righteousness endures forever. Praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, beloved, this is one of those scriptures that we should meditate over. It said that God is able to make all grace, don't forget all grace, so that we are always having sufficiency at all times in everything to be able, capable to carry out every good deed. Beloved, this right here is a picture of the heart of God for you and I. Now, you may listen to this and it doesn't look like the picture you have now. But don't forget, which is what we are going to hopefully start to dig out tomorrow. We start by a picture. We start by a picture of who God is. We start by a picture of who we are. We start with a picture of where we are going. As we hold those pictures in our heart and see ourselves in those reality, it becomes a manifestation. Praise God. Amen. Amen and amen. Now, to make it a little more clearer, let's read the TPT. It says, verse number 6, Here is my point. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest, but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Don't forget what the word here is. The difference between sowing from a stingy heart versus sowing from a generous spirit. Praise God. Verse number 7. Let giving flow from your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. Again, let giving flow from your heart, not from a sense of religious duty. It says... Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving. I love this. He said, let your giving spring up freely just from the joy of giving. Why is that? All because God loves hilarious generosity. God loves hilarious generosity. Praise God. Amen. And amen. Again, I read this as a practice to go to where I needed to go this morning, which is verse number 8 before i read that beloved i think it's plain now even from this scripture that having plenty is better that having plenty having more that enables you to give more is very important now so even though the focus of this teaching here is about the spirit but you also know that quantity that bigger quantity is better for everybody praise god so you having enough To be able to give more is better for everybody. Because, like I said, poverty not help anybody. Praise God. Amen and amen. So, if I understand this correctly here, a man with a generous spirit will most likely give more, which produces abundant harvest. Praise God. Amen and amen. Let's go to verse number eight, which is my main scripture today. Yes. God is more than ready to overwhelm you. Watch that, beloved. I love this extravagance. God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. Notice that. Every form of grace. Beloved, I feel a pause in my spirit to explain this matter of quantity. If your hand is out of that hand... It is harder to pass things through your hand if all you think is about yourself. If there is no generous spirit, it's harder to pass things through your hand, beloved. But if your spirit is generous, it becomes easier to pass things through your hand. Beloved, don't forget, God will always walk through the hand of man to get things to people and to get things to us. So, it is of benefit for everybody that we have a generous spirit, always willing to give. Remember, not out of a sense of religious duty, the Bible says, but it becomes our lifestyle as it just springs off from our hand. Amen and amen. So, watch this. God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace don't forget that every form of grace now have you also seen that the whole thing begins by grace this grace here is enablement this grace here is ability so that you will have watch this More than enough of everything. The Bible says God is ready to overwhelm everyone with every form of grace. Don't forget yeah, this grace here is ability. Giving us the grace and ability to do so that you will have more than enough. Not just enough, but more than enough. And I pray for everyone including myself this morning in this family. May this be my reality And may this be your reality, that we all, always having all sufficiency in all things at all times, we are bound to every good work. But notice here. A man with a stingy heart will never come to sufficiency, no matter how much he prays. A man with a stingy heart will never come to sufficiency because no matter how much he has or he gets, it's like an ocean that is never tired of receiving water. So, this abundance, of course, includes having more. But more importantly for somebody, it may be just a change of heart. To see that you already have enough where you are. Praise God. Amen and amen. So watch this. He said God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. So that you will have more than enough of everything. Watch this. Every moment and in every way. That means in every, every, every way. Sufficiency is the will of God for us. He will make you overflow. With abundance, not mega, not little, not scratching. Say, he will make you overflow with abundance in every good thing that you do. Praise God. Verse number nine, just as the scripture says about the one who trusts in him, because he has sown extravagantly and given to the poor, his kindness and generous deeds will never be forgotten. Now, let me round up by saying this to you. The Greek word where that hilarious generosity was translated from. You know what it means? It means independently wealthy needing nothing. Again, it means the word Brother Paul the Apostle used here means someone being independently wealthy. That means you are sufficient. Praise God. Independently wealthy. Needing nothing. Let me sink that into your head. The word translated here means independently wealthy, needing nothing. Praise God. Amen and amen. Like I mentioned in church throughout this week, if there's no reason that you want to do well, at least you can do well for your own need. Even if you don't give to others, of course, that's not our spirit we give. But let us say... You don't give to others, but you too will not be one in need. I was telling them last Thursday clinic that the most patriotic thing you and I can do for this country is not to join in the line of those who need help, but to come out to be in the line of those who offer help. The Bible says here you are independently wealthy. That means you are standing on your own, not needing and depending on people. And then needing nothing. Praise God. Amen and amen. Let me round up this morning by capping this up. I read this scripture this morning to show you what the picture of God is in this area. Beloved, abundant grace to do much more than you are doing now. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. For those of you who just need a repentance in your heart. So that your heart is translated from being In fact, did you know that it's poverty that makes people stingy? Watch this. This poverty here does not mean that a man has or a man does not have. Even a man who has plenty, if that man is poor in his spirit, he will be very stingy. It doesn't matter what quantity that man has. If he's poor in his spirit, he'll be very stingy. So the key thing here is actually the transformation of our heart. Number one, to be open to work in abundance of wealth. Number one, and the translation of our spirit into a generous spirit. Because generosity is good for everybody. Okay? Now stinginess is no good. Nobody wants it. And poverty does not help any man. This morning, make doors open to you. May your capacity to understand increase. May your capacity to produce increase. May whatever you lay your hand upon multiply in the precious name of Jesus. Mighty doors open unto you in the precious name of Jesus. Whatever it takes to increase your capacity whatever it takes to increase you mightily. May it be your portion in the name of Jesus. Beloved, let me say something to someone this morning. Stop thinking, stop thinking so little. Your thinking has been damaged. You don't used to think like that before, but because of experience, everything you think now is small. You have confirmed yourself so you experience this morning may deliverance come to you in the name of Jesus. Let your heart be restored to see bigger pictures, greater pictures, imagine greater things. And it shall be your reality in the precious name of Jesus. Of course, I've gone a little far this morning. So let me stop here and I will come back to you again tomorrow in the afternoon. Since tomorrow is service, don't forget to always keep us in your prayers at all times. Amen. And amen. And please enjoy your weekend. And while you are at it, don't forget, spread the message. And of course, this morning, you have been served into an abundance of grace of all things. Shalom.